The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. hello and welcome to the NXT cast I'm your host Don DeLorente and I'm joined by my co-host Miss Simi what's going on Miss Simi Hello, I'm on here watching Nicki Minaj have another breakdown and beef with more rap girl that she doesn't need to beef with. Oh, goodness. Does she not have anything to do better on her evenings than to stay up late on Twitter? Clearly not. What's the beef about now? What's she mad about now? I think something with Lotto. I just thought, like, she's always, like, leveraging, like, support black women i'm a black woman who's being fair always when it benefits her mm-hmm. but then when it's actually time for that she doesn't support other black women mm-hmm. and it's like when you are always in beef with other people when are you going to realize that the problem lies with you mm-hmm. and apparently for her it's never She's knocking on 40 and beefing with like 23 years old, 23 year olds. Babe, I'm 34. Do you think I'm going to be in a beef with a 24 year old? With anyone, but especially with someone 10 years younger than me? Have you lost your mind? No, I'm thinking about taxes. What do you mean? What are you talking? No, I'm thinking about how, why my back still, still hurt and which aspirin cream I can take to rub up my joints because they hurt. Why do you have so much time to beef with 20-year-olds all the time? It's a very interesting thought process to take. Like, you have too much money for this. If I had the money that she has, I am on a beach somewhere. I am in warm climates, drinking juices, and eating all the fruits that I can and all the shrimp. You're gonna get iodine poisoning. Be careful. What? I said you're gonna get iodine poisoning. Be careful. I'm rich. I can pay for doctors to fix it. <laughs> Do you see how that works? You see how all your problems go away when you have so much money that you don't need to worry. With how poor I am now, I don't beef with anyone. You have to pay me to try to argue with you on Twitter. If I feel like it, I'll give you a snarky comment and it will not go past that one snarky comment because I am not interested right. in arguing with you. Yeah. I'm not going to give you an essay on why I'm right and you're wrong. Are you my professor? Are you going to pay me per word? No. Get out of my face. I have Netflix shows to watch. 
apparently she doesn't. <sighs> well, Miss Simi, we are headed towards Halloween Havoc in NXT. Um, this is the uh, second week of the official official rebrand of the of, the, of everything. So. We got Javier Bernal taking on Braun Breaker. Belly to belly. Big body, Javi. <laughs> belly to belly drops Bernal, but he's back up with a shot of his own. A shove to the face just annoys Braun Breaker, and he throws Bernal down. Then he hits him with that gorilla press power slam, and he gets the win. Oh, big body, Javi. Talking all that shit. Could not back it up. Yeah, definitely not against Braun Breaker. Not against Braun Breaker. You, you saw the muscles? You saw Braun at uh, Extreme Rules, right? Yes. See, that was fun. They like cuts from the key to lions like I'm supposed to care about her. She ain't a champion. I don't care about her. <laughs> but Braun Breaker, yes. Like you could have showed freaking Kaden and Katana. Champion. Tag team champions. Great. Even Mandy Rose, champion, great. Nikita Lyons, I don't care. Who cares? No one cares. Braun Breaker, champion, yes. It's very happy. I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Looking at main roster, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Axiom is taking on Nathan Fraser in our next matchup. This is an NXT North American title match qualifying match for the ladder match. This is also the last of their two out of three series. So a double clothesline leaves both of them down and the fans applaud. Back up, Axiom knees Frazier in the head and they go into a pinfall reversal sequence with Frazier finally getting the better of it and he cradles Axiom for the pin and the win. So Nathan Frazier is going to be in the ladder match. And uh, this little series, fun little series of matches, is uh, decided. And, uh, yeah, they did the thing. So this match was just me going, what the hell was that? How'd you do that? What the hell was that? I said that at least four times during this match. At least four times during this match. My God. This was real good. Jesus Christ. All these damn reversals. I was just like, how the, how'd you do that? How did that happen? I re, I had to rewind like twice. I was like, how did that happen? How did you do that? What? So good. Yeah, so good. good here. Did the damn thing. Who gave me uh, WCW Cruiserweight vibes? Aw. I never saw WCW. I didn't know WCW existed until way later. No. Uh, I know. I just thought it was just the WWF turned WWE. And then people were talking, w- I was just like, I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Found out later. <laughs> but I probably would have liked it. They had you bamboozled from the start. I know. Ilya dragging off. He's leaving. He's in the NXT parking lot, the most dangerous place ever. Mackenzie Mitchell should not be out mm-hmm. there in the dark. She really shouldn't. Interviewing folks uh, without Hank and the rest of the security detail close by. But uh, anyway, he's leaving when he gets cut off by Grayson Waller. Uh, Grayson Waller is a bit annoying and then dragging off Mox Waller's sunglasses 
And then uh, <laughs> they seem to make a match for later in the night. First like, of why all, you got my, why, why you got my grandma's sunglasses <laughs> on? Yeah. That's so my grandma was just like, they're not, they're too cold for my grandma. And my eyes are real bad right now because of Apollo Crew. <laughs> that was fun. And also, I liked Grayson's little mesh, little flower shirt. Yes. I like these bold choices that the men are making. You had Adam Page with his star pants. You have him with his little flower mesh shirt. I was like, yes. Take risks. I like it. I was a fan. Mackenzie, why are you out there by yourself (laughs) in this cute little dress? But you shouldn't be out there. It's very dangerous. Valentina Faraz wants Sangha in her corner tonight. And of course he'll be there. Andy Hartwell comes in to suggest that Faraz is in trouble. Apollo Crews is writing in his journal about how changing one detail can make a huge difference. He is ready to get his hands on Grayson Waller at Halloween Havoc. Next up, the vision seems to be a bunch of clips of Halloween's Havoc's past, plus Chucky from Child's Play, and he promises to leave Grayson Waller in the dark. It's so weird to me. I was like, why are you? Okay, this is his whole, like, him having powers now. It's so weird. I still don't get it, but... Sure. He has nice handwriting, though. (laughs) (laughs) He's a uh, clairvoyant. Sure. Okay. And he's learning how to harness, I guess, his his gifts. I guess. What if he was like the golden child? Remember that movie? Uh, Murphy? (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) So we have Be the Golden Child. (laughs) Indy Hartwell versus Valentina Faraz. Hartwell grabs a chin lock and here's Veer. And he says something and him and Sangha, they go to the back. Faraz doesn't notice at first and she grabs a short arm scissors. That's broken up, so she applies it again, only to realize that Sangha is gone. The distraction allows Indy Hartwell to hit a superflex and Indy Hartwell is your winner. Was Indy Hartwell giving heel to you? Yes. She was giving real heel to me. First in the locker room, I and I was just like, That started from the locker room. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I was like, this is real heel energy. And then when she was fighting in the, when she first, she like did her interest, I was just like, oh, this is, this is a little smiley, happy little indie. Yeah. You're going a little dark. What's happening? Interesting. This was a cool little match. Again, Veer and Sangha. I enjoyed the vision. But what's happening there? What did you whisper to him? I want to know. Tell me the secrets. And her winning off a suplex? I like it. Why are people mad at it? Why are people mad that she's winning off a suplex? That wasn't any type of suplex. That was a superplex. Yeah, but people were like, she's winning off a suplex? I was just like, well, I mean, yeah. You get the win knocked out of you. You're not going to be able to get up? Let's go back to that. <laughs> Let's go back to winning off finishing moves. Because Superplex to me is a finishing move. <laughs> These are only people who've only been uh, exposed to modern wrestling where you have, you know, 65 different death defined moves and then win right around. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like you can win off Superplexes. They're called finishers because they finish the match. Like, you can have, like, a kick out of a finish when it's, like, a really big match, like the pay-per-views and the things. But a regular, regular match, superplex, or even just a suplex, 
a choke slam. Those those are a super kick. Those are finishing moves. They finish the match. I'm fine with that. After the match, pretty deadly. They pop up on the platform in overly large cowboy hats and one of those hats with the two beer cans on the side. They mock the fans for cheering for sports teams and the idea of anyone being a real challenge for them. Uh, Cora Jade is annoyed at the lack of respect, and it gets even worse <laughs> when she finds out that Roxanne Perez is going to be on SmackDown this week. <laughs> so we've got a triple threat between Malik Blade, Idris Enofe, versus Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen, versus the Dyad, with the winner earning a title shot at Halloween Havoc against Pretty Deadly. Blade gets the hot tag and starts to clean house as everything breaks down. Enofe and Blade clear the ring. The back-to-back running dives take down the other four. Gacy drops Enofe with a discus lariat, but Cameron Grimes comes in to take down uh, Gacy and Enofe pins uh, Jagger Reed, and we've got Malik Blade and Idris Enofe going up against Pretty Deadly as they have earned their title shot for Halloween Havoc. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. Sure. It's like, okay. Thank God the Air Punch Boys did not win because nobody wants that. <laughs> I'm sad for FKA GYV. That's what they're known as now, formerly known as GYV. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, this match had uh, some pretty cool little spots. I will give whichever one of the Air Punch Boys, the one with the flannel, the one that wears shirts. When he did that, like, he, like, um, yeah, and did the punch. I was just like, oh, well, that's cool. If only you would learn how to punch correctly, (laughs) then we could have a ball game. But that was a fun spot. And then all the, like, the dives was pretty cool. So it had some little fun spots in it. But, you know, meh. Can't win them all. But happy for the Blacks. Can't win them all. But yes, this was a very good, uh, very good display for uh, Malik Blade and Idris Nofe. They've been kind of on the grind for a minute. We've been mm-hmm. saying that they could be something if they just give them some wins and make them serious. So they got the win. Now we'll see if they can make them serious. Yeah. Toxic- they just need a name. <laughs> Toxic Attraction, they want their women's tag team title match. And they promise violence. So, Kiana James, she wants to shut down Chase U because uh, the land it's on is really valuable. Uh, Alba Fire versus JC Jane. A Gigi Dolan distraction annoys Alba Fire, so she hits a running dive to take them both out at ringside. Back in, the Gory Bomb gets the win for Alba Fire over JC Jane. After the match, a fan jumps out of fire, and that fan is revealed to be Sonya Deville. The beating is on, with Alva Fire getting triple power bombed through the announcer's table. Triple power bomb was real cool. I was like, "Oh, look at the pink Amasha the Shield." Yep, everything I think it's going to be an Amasha the Shield. I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, but that was that was a cool spot. Um, I didn't mind the JC Jane versus Alba Fire match. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good match. I was like, okay, all right. JC Jane has gotten better. 
I'm still afraid about her getting concussions, but less afraid because she's gotten much smoother in the ring. So it was a pretty good match. Did not expect to see Sonya Deville. I was like, didn't you cut this girl's hair? I remember. <laughs> but she explained it later, so I guess it's fine. But the triple powerbomb was pretty cool. And I was like, damn, where are your friends? Nikita and fucking Zoe are in the back talking about how, how much they, they're good for each other, but they can't come help you after you came and helped them last time. Wow. Fake. Joe Gacy promises to end Cameron Grimes three on one because Cameron Grimes has no one to help him. Their follower in the red hoodie pops up behind them as they leave. And uh, this is where we get Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons uh, talking about how well they complement each other and that they're ready, they're ready to win the women's tag team titles. Uh, we see Quincy Elliott and Hank Walker. Uh, they're ready for a match next week. Walker gives them a quick spank, and Elliott thanks them. Um, do with that as you will. Uh, Wesley <laughs> versus Stacks. A torture rack neck breaker gets a two on Wesley. Stack goes up top only to get pulled back down. The spinal tap gives Wesley the win. So I know you're very happy because your nephew. Yes. Of course, I was very happy. I enjoyed this match. I did not expect Stax to be as good as he is. I was just like, okay. He was out here focusing on a body part and going off fast and keeping up with Wesley. I was like, oh, but Wesley still, I need you to be careful because he still, he still moves reckless. And he's one of the ones, he's as good as selling as like Ricochet is. Because <laughs> when Ricochet be, you got to give him that. The way he be selling these punches and selling these kicks, it's like, oh, he's going to die. Wesley, same thing. Because the way he was holding this knee and like the way he was working it into like the moves, I was just like, all right, I'm, this better be storyline. Okay, storyline. Okay, storyline. I'm looking. I squint real hard. I'm like, all right. Huh? Okay. Okay. Because he's real good at selling these damn injuries. I'm like, mm, you better not be really hurt. You better not really be hurt. But this is a good match. I enjoyed it. After the match, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, they come down, they beat down on uh, Wesley, but Oro Menza comes in, makes the save, evens up the odds, sends Trick and Carmelo back to the back. So, looks like we might have Interesting. a tag team match brewing next week. I want Wesley and Nora Mensa to be a tag team. Give me this little light skin tag team. <laughs> Give it to me. Call them the light brights. Oh, Give it to gosh. me. Give me this light skin team. <laughs> Give me this light skin team. I want it. Uh, Sonya Deville, she likes toxic attraction and doesn't like Alba Fire. She says next week uh, she'll be waiting for her in the ring. So Didn't Fire. one of the toxic attraction girls call them fire girl? Yeah. Oh, that made me laugh. That made me laugh. <laughs> they called her Fire Girl, and that made me giggle. <laughs> They're like her and her little bat. It made me giggle. I laughed. It amused me. Um, Roderick Strong. He's in a neck race. He's wheeled in to see the Creed brothers and wants Julius to take out Damon Kemp at Halloween Havoc. Roddy apologizes for ruining everything by bringing Damian Kemp in. And he is forgiven by the Creed Brothers. Oh, this was so sweet. I was like, Roddy. You think Roddy Aww. does for 
Huh? You think Roddy's still going to swerve him? No, I think he might have learned his lesson. At least I hope. <laughs> he looked adequately remorseful. So, I think he was just like, he, he realized that he got a little too big for his britches. He got a little too much dip on his chip, as is my favorite saying. <laughs> and now... He's like, damn, I'm in a neck brace. So this was nice as a family for them to reconnect with their diamond mind forever little chant. I was like, oh, it was nice. Uh, I thought that um, Brutus was really good in this because he was like all disappointed and stuff that he didn't get yeah. done and had to pass it off to to Julius. I was like, but Julius will get it done, though. We promise. Yeah, he looks like, damn. I want to be violent, but I can't be violent because I'm hurt. Damn it. Uh, so, yeah, they all did a real good job. See you head over to Keanu James is our next matchup. The bell rings and Robert Stone runs in to say he can't enjoy Von Wagner's win from last week because Thea Hill slapped him. So, Stone charges at Thea Hill, who backdrops Stone. Keanu James then is the opportunist. She hits a reverse sling blade, what she calls a 401k, to finish off the uh-huh. I wanted this match to be longer. <laughs> like, longer than one second. You like I was really excited for Thea Hale, aka Scrappy-Doo, to go Scrappy-Doo on her. I was really excited. Because she makes me excited because she's so like, ah! I wanted it. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, this was a quick, um, this really was more of like a teachable moment, I guess, for Thea to not be distracted or don't take your eyes off of the situation in the ring. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's what they'll like, come back to eventually for this. But it looks like I they're guess. probably setting up a program for her. So. Yeah, I like her. I was about to say, that should make it's you like, happy. Right. You got to like, you got to ignore coked out Robert Stone. He's not quite coked out yet. He probably took like maybe a bump, but you know, you got to ignore him. Him and his lawsuits. Oh gosh. Uh, Tony D is on crutches. He comes in to say that he's disappointed in Stacks for losing and for not listening to him. uh, And the reason why basically he injured his knee. He says Stacks is going to have another match next week, but D'Angelo won't say who he, who he will be facing. He's like, but once the music hits, you'll know who it is. I feel like he's setting him up to be like, to be jumped out of the crew (laughs) or something. Or to be like, you know, you've disappointed me. Next time I tell you to do something, do it. Right. I think it's going to be big punishment in the works. Because like, why won't you tell me? Mm, Why won't you tell me who I'm facing? So I can watch footages. Let's get my scout on. Exactly. It's a setup. Von Wagner tells Robert Stone that he needs to be serious for these next two weeks heading into Halloween Havoc. Cameron Grimes says, uh, not so fast, my friend, that he's got some partners and they'll be there next week uh, in the matchup against the, uh, the schism, I think is what they call all three of them together. <laughs> Uh, Corey J says she's got an invitation for Rhea Ripley to come to Monday Night Raw. So, ha, Roxanne Perez. <laughs> so, 
This whole segment made me laugh. <laughs> like the first time when she was just like, oh, she's going to SmackDown? Well, fine. I'm I'm going to go to Raw. So there. <laughs> that made me laugh. And then she was just like, by the way, do you have Ronda's number? No. Damn it. This whole thing is funny. The The more comfortable she's gotten into like this heel role, like the better it's gotten. Because this was hilarious to me. And the fact that like Mackenzie, Mackenzie always looks so exasperated because she's just like bitch i'm doing my job like please <laughs> like what do you want from me <laughs> this was funny um it's a really cool way to keep them going knowing that the story is those two having a collision course without them actually touching um they've mm-hmm. been running the video vignettes and you know, things like that to keep them separate, and I dig it. So when they do finally get a chance to meet back up, and whatever match they're going to have, it's going to be real special. Now, yeah. Now our Agreed. main event, Ilya Dragunov taking on Grayson Waller. Annette, uh they, um, Waller snaps Dragunov's neck across the ropes, so he's down. So Waller goes to the floor like he's getting ready to do that rolling stunner. And he sees the spin the wheel, make the deal, which appears and it starts spinning on its own. Uh, so that freaks Waller out. So Waller gets back in the ring and back in. Dragunov hits some suplexes. Then he sets up the torpedo and Dragunov is your winner. This was another good match. Listen, I like Grayson Waller. He's obnoxious, but he makes me laugh. And he's he's really good in the ring. And Dragunov, this little man. I need him to relax, though. I don't know what it is, but he, he just gets so red so quickly. And I'm afraid he's not getting enough air and oxygen in his brain, and I get worried for him. Little man, you're so red. He was so red. And I was like, ah, he's going to pop a blood vessel. Please be careful. Mm-hmm. But this, real good match. <laughs> Enjoyed it very much. And then after the match, Brian Breaker runs in, spears dragging off. JD McDonough is in the crowd. He's applauding, and that's how the show ends. Brian, he didn't mean it. He was aiming for blockhead. I don't think he meant to hit you. This was real heelish of you, Brian Breaker. And I don't know how to feel because I love you, but I also love this little man. <laughs> I didn't like the way they kept zooming onto that blockhead in his dead serial killer eyes. I hated it. They kept zooming and zooming, and I was just like, stop it. I turned it off because I didn't need to see that. I don't want to have nightmares. Right. No, thank you. (laughs) His old creepy-ass slow clapping and staring like he wants to eat you. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well... That was this edition of NXT for this week. Um, I don't know. This is kind of a mixed bag show. It's kind of like a variety show to me. It wasn't really a singular focus on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like, okay, we're gonna, we got to get the Halloween Havoc. Let's figure out two weeks of TV to get us there. Yeah. That's what this kind of felt like. Biggest, uh, you know... Sonya Deville jumping out of the crowd. That was a good shock. But the biggest piece of business probably was uh, Malik Blade, Idris Sanofi winning that uh, that number one contenders matchup. Yes. 
You think they got a chance to win the titles? No. Okay. <laughs> probably not. But it's probably going to be a good match. Yeah, they should. Are they going to win? No. But it's going to be a good match, though. Yeah, they should. And maybe win. it'll, like, propel them into, like, being more than kind of, like, background players. Because right. I do like them. And now that they're no longer, like, OG simping for white women, it's gotten better. Because that... Oof, that knocking people out so you could feed white women grapes, I hated it. But now that they're not doing that, better. Right. So it's probably going to be a good match. I'm excited for it. Do I think they're going to win? No. Okay. But I'm excited to see it. Right. Yeah, this was an entertaining show. It was like a mixed bag of what's going on. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed all the segments. It was a good filler episode. <laughs> but it was it felt a little bit filler. But I enjoyed the um the segment. I re- I'm just interested in Brown Breaker versus um Dragonoff. I don't care about Blackhead because he bothers me. So no. But their interactions was fun. I really liked um Wesley versus Stax and then um Wesley and Oramensa versus Trick and Carmelo is going to be a fun time. Uh, I want to see what's going to happen with more of this like dark indie thing. I'm like, ooh, is she going to be a heel now? So that's going to be interesting. I want to know what V and Sangha were talking about. Are they going to be a tag team? Hmm. Grayson and um, Dragonoff was a really good match as well. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It was just a little bit of just like, meh, a little up and down. I didn't really know what was going on. There wasn't really a central storyline, like a central like through, uh, through line in the episode. I think that's kind of what was like a little bit over the all over the place. Right. Maybe that's what gave it. But I enjoyed it. I still don't know how I feel about Booker on this commentary team though. I was just about to ask you that next. What you think? Mm, I don't. I don't know. I enjoyed Wade Barrett on here. I I, I liked Wade Barrett and Vic Vic Mensa's like Vic Mensa. That's a rapper. (laughs) Vic Joseph's. (laughs) I like their banter and their like rapport. So I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Jury's still out. Might end up switching. Maybe they'll switch if they don't get the feedback that they think that they should or if it's just too negative with Booker T but yeah it's gonna take a minute to get used to it as well I, I wasn't thrilled uh, my yeah. first weekend with Booker T being the color analyst on uh, on NXT yeah. it's like man I miss Wade Barrett I really do I really miss Wade Barrett Who I knew? also miss Pat McAfee uh, yes. Uh, yes I know he's doing his college football things but like yeah. come back you're going to have to wait till after Thanksgiving. Hi, that's so far. I got to deal with Corey Graves this whole time? <laughs> no. They also should have women on this commentary teams. Like, no women? Not one? No wonder Renee ain't come back. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you're right. They did all this reshuffling. They didn't think about putting the women in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beth would have been, but I think Beth probably wouldn't be available to start out with because it looks like she's going to get back in the ring at some point. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, uh, 
Alicia's there. Yeah, true. True. Mackenzie. Yeah, in a pinch, I'm pretty sure they could have Mackenzie do it. Mm-hmm. It just had to be done. You know, that's not her forte. But, yeah. You know, the more you can do, the more valuable you are. So. Right. So at this point, Miss Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags because I love reading your commentary. And shout out to Tyler Bate. You weren't on this episode, but I missed you and your snazzy little sweaters. So shout out to you. I know you looked adorable <laughs> and cute somewhere. <laughs> wherever you were. <laughs> give a shout out to you, Miss Simi. And give a shout out to all of the fans and all the listeners here on the CSPN and of the WrestleCast as we're celebrating our eighth year of uh, doing the podcast. So thank you to everybody, to all the listeners, all the contributors, all the guests, all the co-hosts. Thank you so very much for all your time and efforts and uh, putting up with some some okay wrestling, some bad wrestling in those cases. Um, but uh, nonetheless, still had a lot of energy and uh, commitment to come and talk wrestling with me. So I greatly appreciate it. And thank Good. everybody for helping be a part of this uh, for eight years. It's gone by really fast. Uh, yeah. It's like a, a third lot. grader now. <laughs> yes. Watched a lot of matches <laughs> and uh, t- taken a lot of notes. And uh, we've had a few different iterations of the show and guests and things. But. Uh, still people found us and used the hashtags and share their commentary with color with us. So I'm grateful and appreciative of everybody. Uh, so please, if you've ever been a part of this show, guest or co-host or uh, have podcasts underneath the CSPN banner for any amount of time, I'm grateful and thankful for all your efforts. And uh, we're looking forward to continuing to bring you this great content. So check us out on the Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, you can hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW Dynamite. You can hear uh, pre and post show conversations uh, before we record our other shows here on the CSPN. So there's a lot of good content there to be found on Dark Match. Continue to use the hashtag NXTCast each and every Tuesday night to share commentary with color with us uh, as we live tweet and also talk to each other in Twitter spaces. So there's multiple ways to share your commentary with color with us. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtags. Don't beef with people 10 years younger than you. What is he doing out there? Okay, okay. We must eliminate you from it. I tried so hard to save you from your pathetic existence. Now you must face the full force of schism. Three on one because you and I both know you have nobody to turn to. 
and you will fight. You will fight just like Cameron Grimes can. You will use every ounce of oxygen you have in your body. That is until you take your last gasp. I'm here with Cameron Grimes and Cameron and Upset Schism challenged you to a match. Do you plan to go at it alone or have partners? Mackenzie Mitchell, what a difference a week makes. I'd be lying if I didn't say it felt so good to cost a die out on that number one contendership. But Joe's right, there is no one in NXT that I trust. So you will go at it alone, three on one. I may not trust anyone in NXT, but that doesn't count all of the WWE. I'll see you next week.